Hey, welcome to the In His Image podcast, where we analyze the world through a biblical lens and help you learn what it means to be created in the image of God. Our heart is to equip you to live a life that is built on the foundation of God's word. The world is getting darker, and so now more than ever, we need to make sure that we have a solid theology and understanding of biblical doctrine. No matter who you are, we believe that God created you for a reason, to bring Him glory and make an impact for His kingdom. So thanks for tuning in as we discover what it means to be created in His image. Hey, I'm Derek, and I want to say thanks so much for checking out my new podcast, In His Image. Man, it's been it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited that we're finally launching it. I remember uh, God placing the idea in my mind back, back in 2016. And so this idea has been in my heart for a while now. Um, call it, I don't know, procrastination or, or whatever. A few different factors played into why it's taken so long, but I'm, I'm kind of grateful uh, that it has taken this long because since God gave me the idea way back then, he's been working in my life and, and been doing some new things and just kind of reforming my mindset, bringing me back to scripture to give me more of a biblical understanding of the world. And so I think it's going to be much more helpful and impactful to all of us um, doing this podcast now in this point in time. And so quick backstory about me. Grew up in church all my life, originally from New York, all my New Yorkers out there, uh, but been living in Florida for years now. And I remember growing up in church, uh, we'll be part of different denominations and, and different churches and different youth groups. And uh, I, I loved God from a young age. I used to follow God. I remember when I first, you know, said the quote unquote sinner's prayer as a kid. Um, but even through that, even through my teenage years, I still had moments of questions and doubts. You know, I still had my struggles and sins that I had to work through with God. But God remained faithful and he continued to lead me and guide me and give me direction for my life. Um, and I remember one day I was I was sitting in my room as a teenager praying to God. I'm like, Lord, what do you want from me? I was reading the Bible, reading about Paul and all he was doing, writing to the churches and doing all these incredible things. And I remember asking God, I'm like, Lord, I don't I don't want to waste my life. That was my prayer. That was my ask to God. I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't want to waste my life with the things that my other friends are doing, wasting their time with parties and doing all these things. And and as, even as a teenager, Lord, I want to be able to serve you, whatever that looks like. And so I asked him, like, God, whatever you want, however you want to use me, I'm your vessel. I'm your servant. I'm here. And if you ever ask God that before, then you know that that's a dangerous prayer. Because <laughs> when you give God that full permission, you know that he's going to make you do something that you weren't expecting. And so in that moment, God spoke to my heart. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, if you're down then I'm going to use you to teach and preach and inspire people. And let me tell you guys, it wasn't like out of self-arrogance or self-pride that I wanted to be elevated on a stage or anything like that. That was the opposite of what I wanted. And so when God told me that, it was actually scary. I I was super introverted. I didn't want anything to do with any platforms in front of any group of people. And so that was scary for me. That wasn't like, yeah, God, let's go do it. It's like, oh, wait, God, I know I prayed this, but man, I don't know about doing that. And so throughout the years, uh, fast forward, I met my wife. Uh, we moved to Florida and 
And I was working at Disney. We met there and, and, and God took us on this incredible journey to Australia, went to Bible college and he just continued to work on my heart and, and continued to give me the tools and equip me with the ability, uh, to, to teach and preach and to, to be a voice for, for the gospel. And it's something that I never took lightly. It's something that I was super, you know, cautious about. I always wanted to honor God with my words, never wanted to make it about myself. And, and that's a, it's an interesting dynamic, um, just being on any sort of platform. And so, uh, I remember, Coming back from Australia and we got plugged into ministry at a local church. We got hired on staff. I was there for a few years, had incredible opportunities, met some great people, worked with some great people, but there was also some, some hardship that went through, you know, working on staff and, and being part of a large church, which, you know, it's not, it's something that happens across the country, across the world nowadays with all these modern churches and these massive followings and these massive multi-campus churches. There's, there's, there's a lot of complexity to it. And so after a few years, we we you know prayed and asked God for our next chapter, next direction. And so he, he let us out. I resigned from the church, took some time off to kind of figure things out and heal for some stuff and just really seeking what God wanted us to do next. And he was realigning my theology. We took some time off and spent the last few years analyzing the modern church, the American church, and really just just the modernized Western church throughout the world, which leads to us here and now, like which leads to this moment. I've been on this journey because I grew up in, in in you know the mega church world and and following a lot of denominations. I originally come from the Pentecostal movement, which I know comes with a lot of baggage and in this podcast we'll go through that as well but then got into non non-denominational and uh you just see this huge kind of this mindset of this speaking into existence this this self-focused gospel is watered down gospel uh where it tries to be tries to make the gospel and the word of god more relevant to people to digest make it easier for people to to digest and there's a real danger in that um and so we we went on this journey just trying to figure out, okay, so God, what is what does it mean to follow you truly, like biblically from a biblical perspective, and what does it mean to really make disciples and not just not just casual followers of church, but true disciples of Jesus? And so this is this is why like I want to have this podcast, I want to have these conversations, I want to talk uh, about these things because it's such uh, an important topic to talk about within our world right now, with all the craziness going on in society, with all the ridiculousness going on in these uh, so-called movements and political agendas and the church bowing its knee left and right to society. And so people are confused. People are confused are what it means to be a Christian in today's world. What does it mean to be created in God's image and how do we practically live that out? And so that's why the, the, you know, the title of this podcast is called In His Image. Because I want to talk about what it means to be created in the image of the Most High God. And it's not what you might think what other churches and, and Christian leaders are promoting out there. There's, there's real true beauty in the idea of being created in God's image. And how do we live that out practically, not only in a Sunday service, but day in and day out in our weekly, daily, minute-to-minute lives to be created in the image of God. And so that's what we're going to be diving into. And we're going to be covering so many different uh, topics 
In this podcast, we're going to be bringing in some guest speakers, some leaders, some theologians to get their perspective on on the biblical worldview when it comes to different ideologies and different things that the world is dealing with and the church is dealing with nowadays. And so I want to invite you to come along for the journey and, and, and discover together as we learn together a biblical worldview and unmask and uncover some things that have actually invaded the church through mysticism, through progressive Christianity, progressive ideals, uh, progressive, you know, politics have made it into the church, uh, manifestations and all these rituals and all these, you know, tests and, and um, identity profiles that really are rooted within the new age movements and mysticism and that whole world. There's a lot of just accepting these things because it's trendy and church leaders start going on these bandwagons and bringing along their congregation without actually stopping and pausing. Hey, all these things are we doing today? All these tools, all these resources, all these uh, these belief systems and the way we're approaching scripture, is it actually biblical? Like, does it come from a biblical point of view? And a lot of times the answer is no, but no one's stopping to ask those questions. And so it's super important that we humble ourselves. I humble myself. You humble yourselves before the one true God. And we stop and analyze our walk with him. We ask God, please give me the eyes to see. And we see this in scripture a lot, right? Especially in Revelation, different passages throughout the Bible. Give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear, Lord. That should be our posture. That should be our prayer. That God, we want your eyes. Give me the eyes to see what you're doing on this planet. What you're doing in this world. What you're doing within your church. Give me the ears to hear what you are speaking, Holy Spirit. Not my feelings. Not some celebrity pastor. Not big church movements. Not... Other Christians who fall into progressivism, but give me the ears to hear what the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the Most High God, what are you saying to us as a body of believers? And what are you saying to me as an individual, Lord? What do you want me and my family to do? How do we live out the passage in Joshua, you know, the, the, the passage that he declared to the tribes of Israel that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He's speaking to the different tribes and he's like, you guys, you're going to have to figure out what you guys are going to do with your life. All right. You figure out who you're going to worship. You want to worship the gods of, of your past ancestors of these other pagan nations. You go ahead. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that is a scripture that is quoted over and over and over again nowadays. But do we really know what it means to serve the Lord for us in our household. And so I want to invite you on this, on this, you know, adventure as we dive in deep into some topics and we go into scripture and we pull out, you know, context and history and we really look at the at the Bible for what it is, God's word, and 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 we address it in the way it was meant to be addressed. You know, we we read it the way it was meant to be read by the authors, by the people who who penned the scriptures and all these different all the different uh, genres of literature found in the Bible, it's you have to approach it in different ways, and so we're gonna we're gonna do that, and I'm excited. And so, back to when when I resigned from my church staff position, and God took me on this journey of breaking down kind of my belief system, and I was in a weird funk for a while there. I'm like, God, what is going on? What's happening? And I started seeing big leaders fall left and right i started seeing christians walk away from their faith and ask god i'm like is that what's happening to me like am i losing my faith like 
what's going on here? And what I realized is that there were so many people deconstructing them, their faiths, taking apart what they believed and just walking away from God. And I'm like, God, I'm not deconstructing my faith away from you. I'm actually reforming. God, you're reforming me. There's a reformation that's happening that's leading me closer to you in a different way. And it was still hard. It was still confusing at times. I had to let go of things that I thought were truth. I had to let go of things that were just church traditions and, and just catchphrases and ideas that really didn't line up with the Bible. And listen, I still don't got it together. I don't want to sound like, oh, this guy thinks he's high and mighty better than everyone else. I'm really not. I'm just I'm just trying to do what God has, has shown me to do, to use my voice and whatever ability I have to, to honor him and to help other people see the false teachings that are happening within our churches. And I want to give you the option. I'm not going to force you. I'm going to, I want to give you the option to have your own journey with God, to, to wrestle with him and to get to a place where you're living a biblical lifestyle. And so this is, this is, I'm giving you the tools, but you're the one that have to pick it up. You have to wrestle with God. You have to line it up with scripture. Don't just take what I say at face value, take it and, and line it up to scripture, just like the Bible teaches us to test all things, test all spirits. And so that's my encouragement to test all things, not just what I say, but what your church has been saying, what you have been believing for years, test it. If it lines up with God biblically, great. If it doesn't, then there's some change that needs to happen. And you have to be willing to make that change. This whole thing is going to come back to God's word. What does God say? Now, what does our, our emotions say? Not what our, our feelings say, not none of that. What does God say and how do we live that out? Because that's our job as Christians, right? We want to live a life that honors God because we believe that he created us in his image. And so we have to honor him with our lifestyles. And God has given us the grace and mercy and love to come and die and save us for our, from our sins. But that's not a free pass to live however you want. There is still a standard of living that Christ calls us to. I challenge you, if you want to follow Christ, if you want to know what it means to be created in his image, and you want to live a biblically sound life, then we're going to figure this out together. We may not have all the answers, but we're going to have the conversations and we're going to challenge you to think differently and, and talk with different people from different walks of life and different point of views and try to get back, try to get ourselves back to following Jesus. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for this podcast and we're going to be starting off with looking at the, at the foundational idea, being, being created in God's image. And we find that first in Genesis, right? And so in the next episode, we're going to be diving into that and, and looking at what does that mean? What does it mean from, from the Genesis story, from the creation story to be created in the image of God when he designed us and he made us? What does that look like? And I hope that this excites you and this sparks some conversation. I please, I ask you to, to subscribe to this to to get the word out to share this help help us get the message out there of to to people of what it means to be created in his image let's start something incredible for god's kingdom and ultimately for not anything else but his glory amen and so i want to end this with just some prayer and then we'll take it from there father god i thank you so much for your goodness god i thank you for your mercy i thank you for your holiness god that you're still in control of the universe you're still in control of everything, God. No matter how crazy things get, you, God, are good. You are a rock in our foundation. And so, God, I pray that you will open our eyes 
and and open our ears, God. Give us the eyes to see and the ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is doing in, in, in its church. God, you are incredible. And we thank you for the gift of salvation that you died on a cross when you didn't have to. You died on a cross and took our punishment, took our sin upon yourself to give us the chance to come back into relationship with you, God. That whoever believes in the name of Jesus and declares that he is Lord will be saved. And so, Father, I pray for this podcast that we give it over to you. That this podcast will be in your hands and that you will use it to reach people for your kingdom and for your glory and to bring people back to you. Bring uh, unbelievers to their creator, to bring Christians back to a biblical foundation. And so, God, we say right now, have your way, Holy Spirit. Whatever you want, whatever you want to do, use this podcast. This is all for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I pray for you and your family and and wherever you're listening from. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I just invite you to come on back for the next episode as we start these conversations and we see what it really means to be created in God's image and how we can live that out in our world, in our society. And remember, no matter what, no matter how dark the world gets, God is still in control and you are created in his image. God bless.